I guess. I guess for me, I think the big thing is is that a lot of people don't recognize wellness being multifaceted. Yeah. And they they see it in how they feel or how they look, and there's like always an objective measure for how much money they have, and that always induces comparison. And so you're never enough. You're always chasing, and at the same time, yeah, you can kick some ass you can have like a lot of success in wellness you can have a lot of success financially then you start having different you know energy drains or energy leaks in the other areas of wellness that you've completely neglected like for me sometimes you're creative even wellness is what do you say and sometimes you don't even notice those you oh just, exactly because you're still focused like why you know like i'm doing all the things i need to do and it's like no you're not like you're missing all this you know yeah, exactly. And then it could, well, cause that's the thing, like then people go off of, you know, I only have like three or four tools to use to, you know, navigate life's difficulties. So, but those all come from that area of wellness rather than, Hey, you know, take a day off, be creative, write, journal, meditate, whatever, whatever run, exercise, weight lift. Yeah. Um, and I, without those outlets, then you're just in this circle over and over and again, and you'll never leave that loop. And that's really why I want to put awareness on wellness and show people that it is multifaceted and grab tools from experts and different products for wellness hacks. Cause it isn't, it isn't just physical fitness and that's it. So I feel like that's what I chased for the longest time, especially in college. Yeah. Yeah. And no, I agree. I think, you know, you hit the nail on the head. I think a lot of people don't think about all the other areas and actually don't, maybe don't recognize the importance of those other areas. You know, maybe you think like, you know, I I don't really care about religion or spirituality. So I just, I don't need it, you know, and you just cut that whole thing out. And then you don't realize that like taking 15 minutes to, you know, meditate or just, you know, have some self-reflection, self-thought. And you can even do that while you do like cardio or something like that, like can be so beneficial and add so much to your life. And you're just, you're just, you're writing it off as like, well, I don't, I don't worry about it, you know, or you write off all of intellectual wellness. Cause you're like, well, I don't like to read, you know? And it's like, dude, there's so much out there. All you got to do is just go. Yeah. Through, you know? Oh, exactly. Well, cause that, that reminds me. So my cousin, super smart dude, he's really dyslexic though. Can't, right. he can barely read, but he, he'll like listen to podcasts or audiobooks or watch movies and he'll just, get all of the detail like the matrix and he's able to extract these like huge really articulate concepts from a movie that i would never be able to do but instead like i use books like i love to read and so that's where i think showing people that there's different different avenues to chase or expand into those areas of wellness will also be really helpful for people Mm -hmm. as well yeah no i completely agree i mean i know like like me personally, like, you know, you, I remember you and I had a conversation back right whenever we were getting into maybe the inception of UPOW and we were just really starting to kick ideas mm-hmm. back and forth. And I was like, man, I make more money than both my parents put together. My car costs more than any house I ever lived in. You know, I, I have $300, $400 pairs of shoes. You know, I, I have, <laughs> I don't want to tell you how much I have in my watch collection, but like, I'm like, it, it, and, you know, I'm stronger than I've ever been before. My wife is gorgeous. I have all the, you know, the animals I want in the home and everything. It's like, why am I not happy? And you're like, well, what are you doing for, like, are, are you reading and stuff? I'm like, well, not really. It's like, okay, are you, do you pray? Like, eh, sometimes. <laughs> it's like, dude, like, so you're oh, yeah. doing stuff that makes you money or working out and you're wondering why you're not happy. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah dude. I was like, okay, if it doesn't make me money, I don't care about it, you know? Well, that's how I used to be, or if I wasn't extremely productive and completely filling up every minute of my day with something, either, like you said, it's going to make me money, I'm going to gain a skill, or um, like, it's got to be productive, and it's going to be chasing something in life. Then I just, I don't know, I, for me, I got burnt out in New York, and I'm so grateful that I went there, because it, I could have just done the exact same loop and been in Indiana or Chicago and kind of, and done those things over and over again, but being completely by myself in New York, it made me realize that I am missing out on so many life experiences and I'm willing 
to sacrifice like my body and my health to chase after something that when I get it, I probably won't have it for very long. Right. Nor will I be completely fulfilled anyways because I want more. Right. It's like, oh, all right, yeah, yeah, you make $100,000. Okay, well, now I want to make $200,000. It's like, okay, I made $200,000 and I want to make a million. Now I want to make, you know, a billion. I want to have assets and I want to own a single family home. Now I want to own a double family home. Then I want to own an apartment right, and then yeah. a commercial now I want property. A skyscraper, you know, like. <laughs> Oh, dude. And then you get lost in it and then you're forever taken away. And it, that's why I love like first thing, like love working with you and having you as a part of this. Cause this is, I think that's the embodiment of, let me move this pill bottle. <laughs> I just noticed it. Um, <laughs> uh, but I like it, it made me realize like one, what they say if you want to go fast go alone if you want to go far go with like go with other others and you're one of those people that just quick-witted very funny easy to talk to i can think so and yeah well and then you're then it's also like you're my best friend and uh and i love working with you and there's always been this part of me that's like man i love to intertwine like personal relationships and business relationships like why can't that work out and for some reason there's this mental block like, well, I could lose Sean as a friend. It's like, no, if if we are really true friends, yeah. that's going to outlast that. And it's just going to make our friendship even deeper. And I thought that was, that was a big shift for me when we were at that Mexican restaurant. I forget where we were at in Bloomington. When I asked you to do it with uh, Amala and Lauren. Oh, yeah. We're at uh, Viva Mas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were, we were talking about doing other business things together and everything. And it was like. I don't know, blah, blah. And I honestly, it's, it's crazy that you say that. Cause like Lauren and I had the same conversation where I was like, cause I'm, I'm, you know, obviously I'm very in, intertwined with my wife as, as a married man should be. Uh, yeah. But it was one of those things where I was like, man, I just, I don't know. Like I, Austin is worth so much to me as a friend. Like, I don't know that I want to get into business with a friend, you know? And she's like, if there are two people who are going to work together and mesh well and actually like build something and make something of it and actually be able to like do what they set out to do, it's you two. So like, you should really like, if she, she put it to me this way. She said, if, if you don't do this with Austin, you're going to wish you had. And I was like, well, I don't want to live Damn. regrets. Oh, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's good. And my wife challenges me. Oh, every man. Day. <laughs> well, that's good. It's good to have a partner like that. Cause yeah, because I mean, we just we know what we're capable of, you know? And it's like, obviously, we're nice and we're understanding everything else, too. But it's like, you know, if we sit down at the end of the week and we're like, man, I really wish I would have done that. It's like, all right, well, you know, we need, we need to be better about that. We need to do that this time, you know? So we, we really do yeah. kind of work on each other to, to help us level up, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. She's like super supportive of everything you do too. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's awesome to have a partner like that. It's not always the case. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can find some bad ones, you know, that like, and, and the crazy part is like a lot of a lot of relationships can start off very supportive and helpful and everything and then they can just turn really fast too you know so it's yeah it's good to know that five years later you know we're still you know and, and i won't say we're perfect we, we have five years yeah right <laughs> that's crazy i i almost feel like it's like three <laughs> that's so long ago yeah i still remember the first day i met her honestly <laughs> like like vividly in my mind like it was like yesterday that's crazy, man. Yeah. That's that's awesome. It's good to have like love like that. That's supportive and mm-hmm. trusting and loving and comes from a pl- place of like love instead of fear. Cause that's that's where I feel like I get trapped in relationships sometimes. That's really big reason why like I want to challenge myself in the romantic side of wellness. I feel like I feel like part of it's me and definitely definitely it is. But like, why? Like, why is it me? Like, what patterns and behaviors am I perpetuating, either outside my relationship or inside my relationship, that is causing my relationships not to work? Yeah, and it's gonna be really cool to like, you know, work on flourishing out some of those details and stuff as we go down the romantic wellness, you know, section mm-hmm. too. Because you know, well, we can ask questions like, well, you know, are you being too analytical? Are you going into it and thinking about it too much? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? Yeah. Like, it'll be, oh, it'll yeah. be really cool too. Like, 
you know, for everybody listening, we're, we're going to talk about romantic wellness as, as its own standalone area of wellness. Um, and it's going to be cool too, because Austin is single and I am married and we'll have a variety of people throughout the show too. So we'll be able to get a lot of different um, perspectives and stuff. So we'll, we'll, we'll explore some of those core questions as, as we move on. Yeah. Well, you know, that actually, it's funny. It reminds me of this story, you know, I tell us sometimes. So, so actually before I met you um, from I think 2010 to like, I think it was actually early 2010 to like late 2011, so almost two years um, yeah. or maybe late 20, whatever it was. Um, I didn't eat McDonald's. I read this book called the McDonaldization of society and how McDonald's is basically dehumanizing certain industries and people are modeling themselves after McDonald's and their business models. because They make so much money, you know, yeah. And so I was like, all right, fine. I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm respectfully going to step away. I'm not going to make fun of people who eat McDonald's. I'm just, I'm just not going to do it. That's going to be my contribution, you know, and I, I wasn't going to do it and everything else. And there was one night that we went, I think it was me and you and on and drew and everybody. And I went and I got like 20 nuggets and I got uh, some barbecue sauce with it. And I ate that first nugget with that barbecue sauce. And it, it just, it all hit me at once. I'm not getting those two years back. Okay. That's, I should have been eating that shit. Delicious. <laughs> Yeah, but you wouldn't know if you didn't take it away either. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Not that it's good for like, you. Yeah, that's so funny though. I didn't that that was in that was during like my freshman year, your sophomore year. Yeah. Yeah. So basically from, Damn, from the we summer, ate a lot of chicken nuggets. <laughs> well, because you remember you were a chicken nugget because it's over. But if you remember <laughs> uh, that's an insider. You guys will learn that when we get on on. But um no, it started because if you remember, I, I came to school early. Uh, I came to school with the groups program for, you know, the lower income mm-hmm. first generation students. And one of the summer classes we took, we took a math class, took a writing class, and we took like a, uh, I want to say a reading class. It wasn't a reading class. It was like a, like a deep thinking kind of thought provoking sort of thing where we ended up basically just doing a lot of writing too. So it was kind of two writing classes, but the the one writing class was like professional writing. And the, this class was sort of like analytical thinking and analytical writing. And it was about that book, McDonaldization of Society. It's a really good book. Um, yeah. And just talks about different ways. Basically, you look at the world a little differently, you know, whenever you, whenever you adapt that mindset, I guess. It's a little bit of sociology, you know, a little bit of, you know, just more cultural stuff. Um, but yeah, from that summer until whenever it was, <laughs> we all loaded up in, uh, in your car and went. <laughs> I think it was, would you yeah, have that well, at the time or I don't even remember. I had the escape, I think. Yeah. And yeah, we ate a lot of chicken nuggets after that. Mm. Yeah, once so, I ate, it was. It was yeah, it was over, as Aunt says. Yeah. And then we saw that chicken nugget movie where somebody gives, like, some girl a chicken nugget. <laughs> We're all just like, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> just losing our minds. That was ridiculous. So funny. I'm very passionate about this. Like simply for the fact that like, I don't think people understand the, the sort of the multifaceted nature and also don't understand that like, you know, it, it's not just going to happen, you know, like, like success and making money and doing that sort of stuff can kind of just happen. I mean, you obviously have to work at it, but just because you're making more money and just because you're doing these other things doesn't mean you're going to just have total wellness. You know, I mean, it's, it's yeah. the idea of like, I have wellness in this area but I'm not completely well, you know, my, my pursuit of wellness is just, you know, it, it's very one-sided and, you know, again, maybe you don't even recognize that other side because I know I certainly didn't. So the idea of being able to sort of, again, you know, motivate, inspire, inform everyone mm-hmm. else on the same subject, sort of the same way that, you know, you and I have had this, you know, level of realization, you know, I think it's, it's, it's very important to me at least. Yeah. Well, I think too, it's just a constant journey. It's never something that's going to end completely. And it's, there's nothing that you need to completely attain. It's something that's ongoing. And that's why I love our name is your pursuit of wellness. Cause it's not somebody else's that you're supposed to follow. It's yours, yours, your, and it's all your own mm-hmm. to continue to strive and, and chase after. Yeah, I agree. I mean, definitely it's, you know, it's, it's this journey and it's, the, it's this pursuit and it's, you know, it's something that you need to kind of have at the forefront of what you're doing. And, you know, 
it, it's incredible how much other stuff falls into place whenever you have more of this complete wellness and it's a little more things are a little more balanced in your life you know yeah oh you can feel it too because then even like your mental state like you're not anxious you're not depressed there's this place of fulfillment and love that you can continue to go to that you don't feel like you're constantly lacking and when you're chasing after something like i even remember when i was doing the bodybuilding competition mm-hmm. Uh, that was the best I've ever looked. And even compared to like most of the people in the gym, like I looked really, really good. But for me to look at myself in the mirror, I was like, that's not good enough. That's not good enough. That's not good enough. That's not good enough. This needs to change. That needs to change. And there wasn't a place of appreciation. There was just a place of not good enough. And this needs to be better. That just wears you out, man. Mm. I guess um, do we go to the PowerPoint or I was going to ask you like, what's your next pursuit? Like, what are you going after next? Uh, I sort of got two. So I, I've got the, you know, <laughs> dare I say the same damn pursuit I've always been on. Um, just, just a little bit differently though, you know, cause you know, the pursuit of, you know, being in shape and getting to a position where I'm, I'm happy with myself and with my, you know, my own performance and, you know, look and everything, you know, and, you know, the physical wellness yeah. side of things, but looking at it through a new lens of like, you know, I am going to be 30 next year, you know, so I'm, 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 I'm getting a little oh, wow. older. Um, don't say, Oh, wow. That's not funny. That's crazy, man. Dude. I feel like I'm still 23 sometimes. <laughs> yeah. No, I literally like, like I, I have to ask people like, like, how old are you? And I'm like, born in 91. Uh, <laughs> I know you gotta do the math. You're like, um, 28 27 30 how old am i again yeah but yeah sort of you know getting back into that and like understanding like you know i've got some injuries too from years of just like just battering my body and just trying to lift as much as i Mm -hmm. possibly can and i mean he's just just all those stupid workouts that we did i mean a lot of them together even (laughs) you know and just oh yeah like you know my back's messed up your back's messed up i you know my my blood work is all over the place now from you know because i you know i really like when I hurt my back, I basically had to walk away from bodybuilding for a little bit, you know, and sort of explore other things and just trying to lift and stuff. And, you know, now I'm getting to a position where like my back feels a little better and, you know, I can, I can lift the way I want to and actually, you know, enjoy it and everything else. And, you know, now it's, I have the hernia that I'm going to have to get fixed and, you know, I mean, there's nothing off in my blood work by any means. I'm not saying I have any like health issues. Um, I just, you know, I, I'm always, again, it, it's part of this, this pursuit of like, I know it, my blood work is where it is and it can be better, you know? Mm-hmm. So just kind of going on that and then looking at it from the, the standpoint of health and the standpoint of, you know, uh, the next, the next 10 years, as opposed to, you know, the next 10 weeks for this bodybuilding show that we're going to diet for, you know, and sort of looking at it a different lens and, you know, don't get me wrong. Bodybuilding will always be a big part of it just because like, that's how I enjoy to lift. You know, that's how I enjoy working out. Yeah. I like having structure. I like having, you know, the, that meal structure, that workout structure, that sleep structure, that cardio structure. It, it allows me to be grounded. You know, a lot of people don't like it. A lot of people like to just walk in the gym and do whatever they, do whatever they want. But that's just kind of how I do it. And so like going through sort of this, this period of rebirth between like, I'm a hardcore bodybuilder trying to compete and now becoming like, okay, I, I'm trying to be in shape. I'm trying to be happy with how I look, happy with my workouts and everything else. And then everything else kind of just doesn't matter, you know? Yeah. So I guess like if you had to really like pinpoint kind of your next step or your next journey, is that into ju- into more um, physical wellness overall and feeling good, looking good um and just not having the aches and pains of you know back pain or hernias or anything else well it's, it's a little bit of both you know it's you know i like if, if i'm pain free but i can only bench press 135 pounds i'm not going to be happy you know and if i can bench press 500 pounds but it's crippling pain every time i stand up then i'm also not going to be happy you know so it's it's almost finding that fulcrum point in the balance beam of like, where can I be mm. to where I am happy in these different facets and these different goals that I have, you know? So yeah. it's, I have, I have, you know, like, like we talked about in, you know, my personal podcast, um, 
I, I have really, really big goals and I have smaller goals along the way to meet those big goals. And so, you know, my, my first small goal right now is 330 pounds and bench squat and deadlift 400. Now I'm not going to do that with a, with a hernia, you know? So there's no yeah. way that I can even accomplish the, the second half of that goal. You know, I mean, like, yeah, I can bench press 400 pounds right now. Yeah, I could probably deadlift it. I probably can't squat it because just because of the hernia. But once that gets fixed, it's going to be sort of that journey to get back to that place. And then also, you know, even in that post-surgery recovery environment, what am I doing with my nutrition and what am I doing with my recovery? And, you know, I mean, there's going to be physical therapy. It's going to be part of it. It's, a, it's again, yeah. a very multifaceted sort of, you know, pursuit. So the, we'll, we'll sort of follow along until that first benchmark and then you know we'll we'll explore how to set the second benchmark to order to get to the ultimate goal is sort of what mm-hmm. i'm going to do with that pursuit i like it <clears throat> so I, I, got a qu- I got a question would you who would you want to bring on to the show if you could like bring anybody on for that probably somebody who has made that transition themselves from competitive to now just wanting to look good stay in shape you know say uh you know, you're, you're, you're talking to a Jason, huh, Jay Cutler, you know, somebody who is sort of out of the yeah, game yeah. and is sort of, you know, they still lift like bodybuilders because they, you know, that's all they know. So yeah. it, it's oh, interesting man. to see somebody who's already at that ultimate goal of what I have now of, you know, getting out of the game yeah. and healthy, they feel good and they still enjoy everything that they're doing, you know? Well, that's a hard part. Cause some of the stuff, it's like an unlearning of your identity because yeah. It's like lifting weights. I've done that for since I was like 12 or 13, really. So I've done this for like 15 years. And like that's when I had my first trainer, when I started doing like leg curls and squats. And um, like, I, I know I need to let it go to, to fix my back. And See, I don't think you need to let it go, though. I think you can just change your perception of it and change your paradigm. Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't have to be yeah. a ripped 280 pound monster, you know, like you can still be happy and content with your physique and do lighter poundages is going to be a little easier on your joints and take, you know, more health supplements rather than like, you know, stuff just to make you grow, you know, protein. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Cause dude, we were loading it up. Like oh, I remember yeah. taking a handful of pills and then three scoops of, of protein after a oh, workout. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or being drunk and taking some casein before you go to bed <laughs> what is you know it, it, it was just crazy the amount of like stuff that we asked our bodies to do like here like here's all this food process all this here's all these supplements make sure that you utilize all that too oh and i'm also going to put you through a workout and so you want to die and throw up and then i'm going to sleep like an hour and a half and then i'm going to get up the next day and do it all again and you better be okay with it and it's like my kidneys are looking at me like bro am i joke to you like, yeah <laughs> What do you expect me to do? Everything here? Right. <laughs> give me a break at all? Could you just right. drink some water instead of that Diet Coke? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> How much caffeine do we have today? A gram? I'm not going to sleep. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Oh, dude, I remember that. Taking like fat burners to work and and just be in class too. Man, it was crazy. Mm. Yeah. So that that's my first um, pursuit. I think. Um, Obviously it's a pursuit I've been working on for a long time, but I, I just, I think I've been sort of spinning my wheels. And I, I think a lot of people are, were probably in the same places as me really even up to two weeks ago where, okay, yeah. I do this because this is what I've always done. And, you know, the, I, you know, I'm, I'm happy doing it and everything else, but I'm not really getting anywhere. And, you know, the pain is still there and I'm not getting stronger and I'm not getting leaner and all this other stuff. So it, it takes a, a little bit of self-reflection, a little bit of self-actualization um in order to set those different goals and whatnot but i'm I'm, I'm actually really excited to sort of talk about that transition and talk about you know because i I don't even think i'm still fully there you know i'm still i still go to the gym and i I still have to like resist putting the pin down or picking up the even bigger dumbbells you know and i'm like okay let's take a break let's do some more reps like calm down it's gonna be okay yeah i know because then because that's your identity you know it's Mm -hmm. like you want to lift more weight and that's part of you that you have to i'm not i guess like letting go is the best word i can think of but there's probably a better word for it um otherwise like we just go back to the same patterns that we have kind of like my relationships too Mm. like 
I'm used to being a certain way in a relationship and that's what a relationship means to me. So how can I shift that paradigm? Like as you're talking about, and yeah, some things may stay the same, but how can I shift my mentality and the way I view it to ultimately create a different space for me to be in rather than just be the same person that I was last time and perpetuating those patterns. So yeah. uh, that can be I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's yeah. tough. Yeah. I'm, I guess I'm really looking forward to just each area of wellness and picking up knowledge and yeah. seeing where we go from there too. I think that's why, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited about, you know, all, both of my pursuits that I've picked out. And if, and if you and I want to do some, you know, mini pursuits or whatever we want to call them along the way, but you know, I, I'm excited about my first pursuit, but the second one and the idea of like, so doing the, you know, the social wellness pursuit and trying to learn Spanish so that I can be a little more immersed in my wife's culture. Yeah. You know, I, I am really excited about that too, because it's just like you said, you know, it's the idea that you can learn and you can kind of grow along the way. And, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a white dude who, who grew up in the hood and, you know, I, I know my culture and I, I know my family's culture. And I mean, you know, you can call it ghetto, you can call it whatever you want to call it. I, I don't think we're ghetto. Um, it's, it's just the way where we, you know, we're, we're a product of our environment, you know, and I, I think when I got to college, you know, I, I changed a lot about myself, you know, I mean, obviously I don't, I don't wear my gold teeth anymore. And I, I I've gotten rid of a lot of my Jordan collection. Um, and I, I, I actively daily try to speak a little more clearly and not use, you know, slang and stuff like that. So, you know, th there was that transitional period. And then I became this, you know, this author and this, you know, stoic person. And I, I go to university, I have a master's degree, you know, and it's like, now I'm realizing like, <laughs> You know, it's not all about that, you know, like, like having degrees no. and everything is not all it's cracked up to be now. And now that I'm working on the third one, <laughs> you know, so. Oh, exactly. I mean, hell, you've got two degrees, you know. It's, dude, it's not fun either when you're trying to be somebody else too. Yeah. When it, when you're like down to my core, I know this isn't it. And I think I realized that when I was working at UBS mm -hmm. for a bunch of auditors. And if you've ever <laughs> been a technology support group for a bunch of auditors i would highly recommend not ever doing it in your entire life and that's so when i realized I like <laughs> yeah no no one should ever do it oh dude it was terrible just very monotonous everybody had this exact same conversations and it was weird because all the auditors would come to my desk and talk to me because they i would actually give them an engaging conversation mm -hmm. rather than talking about the C card documentation that they need to fill out or, you know, how's this balance sheet look? And man, that's, I feel like people just are hungry for authenticity. Mm -hmm. and, and that's why I love you because you are super authentic. You're just yourself. Like you're not going to apologize for how you are or how you act or who you are. Mm -hmm. And that's honestly why I, I love the idea of starting a podcast with you because you're just you. And right. you're funny. You're like a good, there, funny yeah. to listen to. Yeah. What do you mean? Why do you say that? Well, because like again, like, you like know, the... in high school, like I was this person, right? And then I got to college, and I was this person, and like then I got to you know mm -hmm. my, my master's degree, and I you know now I have my job at the university. And I'm this person, and you know I finally realized, like looking back at those people, I was like, man, I feel like I'm I'm not me anymore, you know. So I it took a period of like, just like I am who I am. You know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to try and be yeah. nicer to somebody like, you know, I, I know I'm not everyone's cup of tea. I know I'm, I'm a lot <laughs> sometimes. I know I'm very outspoken. I'm very, you know, I'm very vocal. I mean, I'm six foot four and I'm, you know, almost 350 pounds. So I'm, I take you up space, out. you know, like, like, yeah. like you're not going to miss me. <laughs> you're not like, walk by, like, no. So <laughs> you know, I, I, I finally, oh, yeah. like, I'm finally comfortable in my own skin. I think is, is the mm -hmm. biggest thing right now. And, you know, I, I like who I am as a person. And I, I think a lot of people maybe don't know who they are at, at their core. And, you know, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of reflection and everything. Luckily bodybuilders do cardio. So <laughs> you get plenty of time to stare master to think about who you are and who, what you want as a person, but. <laughs> Especially at four in the morning. Oh my God. Running the stairs. Ooh, and so <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. Well, do you, you want to do well, i guess one thing i want to do is like pick our journey if, if you want to do something for december because i think it'd be a great trial run yeah to like pick something that we want to go for even if we don't 
highlighted. I think it'd be cool just to even talk about it at the end of the December. Um, and I'd love to go over the PowerPoint with you and talk about our vision for everything. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said, my my 2021 journeys are going to be getting back in shape and I haven't determined the ultimate goal for that yet. Um, mm -hmm. But there will be certainly, I, I have several smaller goals. I just don't know how far I want to take it because again, like if I take it all the way to where I want, I'm going to end up back where I, where I was, you know, trying to bodybuild and stuff. And I, I don't want to do that. So we're still yeah. kind of on that one but the the other the social mm -hmm. aspect is i i do want to learn spanish and be able to speak it conversationally fluent enough to actually have a conversation and an interview in spanish with a couple of people you know maybe from my family in miami now you know caesar and his wife jen and lauren's abuela onilda and you know just kind of go down and immerse in that culture and sort of you know see what we can learn from those other cultures in their own language, you know, because again, like last time I went to Miami, there was such a barrier, you know, where like you walk oh, into the market and the guy behind the counter does not speak English, like just none. And I'm asking him, man, you got a piece of gum? And he's looking at me like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you want to bite my finger? Is that what you said? <laughs> me and this guy for minutes, we're trying to figure out gum. And Lauren comes around the corner and goes, chicle? And I'm like, you know what a gum was all the time? Goddamn. <laughs> it's like why couldn't you help me out you just let me struggle like that it's well, so funny. funny tidbit to that story the guy had a pet squirrel in a cage behind the counter and she was like enamored with that <laughs> so she, oh my god i'll tell that story later don't worry <laughs> all right all right i was like why i have so many questions why yeah, squirrel, those are my why two, in Miami? <laughs> that's a crazy story but those are my two um my big pursuits for 2021 um, <laughs> The health side of things okay. and, and again like just being transparent with it too going through my blood work going through the recovery process going through physical therapy and and all that stuff and you know laying out how i do my training plans and everything um and then the social aspect of it and really just trying to immerse into you know the, the cuban culture specifically because it's my wife's culture yeah what about an area of wellness that you're not super strong in because i feel like you're strong in both of those areas yeah, a little bit. I might be I might be aiming for some low hanging fruit with those two. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, I was like because I'm looking at mine and I'm the exact same way. I picked physical, professional, and financial. Right. And those are all things that I'm like fairly pretty good at. Like financial, yes, I need mean, a lot of work, but <clears throat> physical and professional are two things that I've had a lot of success in. And like I realized that like I need to choose creative or relationship uh romantic I mean, we both said we, we we'd have no idea where to go with creative so it can literally be start to finish from we have no fucking idea to okay this is what we did you know we're both gonna that's our goal yeah. we're gonna we're gonna find our goal for creative that's our goal <laughs> that's it that no 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 that's a good one let's let's do at the end of this month at the end of next month we'll both have a goal for creative yeah yeah, that's it. that I think that one's an easy one, and that one's doable. Yeah, and it's cool too, because like, you know, a lot of times, like maybe you don't know how to get into, you know, the intellectual wellness side. You don't know how to get into the spiritual wellness, the romantic wellness, and like you don't even know where to start. And so, like, we're in the same spot. Yeah. We have no idea where to start with creativity. <laughs> we know it's important. We know it's something that we need to work on. We have no idea how to. Yeah. Get it's like so we just kind of chronicle how painting? we do. Yeah. Do I just start finger painting everything? Is that, yeah, is that creative? <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. I got a whiteboard. I'll just pull that over. Oh, yeah. I'll just draw oh, the whole sunflowers and shit, you know? <laughs> I'm marking this down. Creative. There you go. Let's do it. Yeah, let's uh, let's hit the, the PowerPoint real quick. I don't want this one to be too long. I know we're going to have to cut some stuff up. Yeah. I don't want everybody listening to it forever. I just kind of, I really wanted to outline why we're so passionate about this project, you know, and I know we've covered that a little bit, you know, so I think if we just, we hit the PowerPoint, explain the areas a little better to anyone who's watching. Boom. All right, cool. So welcome to the presentation, everybody watching along. Um, if you're just listening to us, we'll try and be pretty detailed. Just kind of take everyone through. We really just kind of want to outline everything, let everybody know kind of what UPOW is, why we're so passionate about it, and then as well as kind of give just a brief explanation. Um, Austin, if you want to kick us off, my man. Yeah. So this is a quick note from Sean and I. 
Um, and this is really just about wellness being multifaceted um, and also realizing that chasing fulfillment in one area of wellness um, causes leaks ultimately in the end. And so what we're looking to do is expand into all eight areas of wellness. Um, and because you can be kind of like it talks here, you can be someone with a six pack and be unhappy, or you could be a successful CEO making millions of dollars and still feel unsuccessful. So just because you're successful in one area of wellness does not equate to total wellness. Um, basically, and, and really just kind of like the, the note that we're trying to leave here is one, we want to really raise uh, awareness around wellness. Um, so then that way people realize that it's more than just one facet of just how you feel or how you look. And then also we want to really bring a community of people together who are looking to change not only their lives and their wellness, but also the world. So this is this is just like a quick note from us. Um, but Sean, if there's anything else you want to add before we go into the other area of wellness? Yeah, I just you know I just wanted to add you know I think changing the perception of wellness too you know because if you're one of those people where you're like ah you know wellness happiness mm -hmm, yeah. whatever you know I'm a I'm a man's man I don't care about this stuff it's like no like seriously it it applies into just about every area, everything you do and absolutely everyone's life. I mean, if you have any type of goals or aspirations or anything like that, which everyone should, um, yeah. you know, and really just finding out that there are other people who are like you, there are other people who have the same values as you and there, you know, there are other people who have completely different and opposing ideas and everything else too, but they can still bring, you know, value to your life, you know, yeah creating this, this, like you said, community of open-minded and forward-thinking people who are just dedicated to getting better in all aspects. Oh, yeah, exactly. I love it. Yeah. Changing the world one day at a time. Yeah, I think just to roll into this one, I can take this one, Austin. Um, you know, we, we believe here, you know, here at UPAL, um, there are eight areas of wellness and really kind of just to be totally encompassing and and, and it's not just those eight areas. It's, it's how you feel about them too, you know, because like Austin talked about mm -hmm. before, like you can be just absolutely fitness model shredded. Like just look amazing top to bottom, you know, model quality looks. And you can still be like, bro, I do not want to eat this chicken with this spinach leaves, dipping my fork in ranch dressing. Austin did that. Um, I did that. You can be totally unhappy still, you know, so we really, you know, we look at physical wellness, you know, and, and you know, we're going to explain these a little bit more in depth, but intellectual, professional, social, financial, spiritual, romantic, and creative are the areas that we have come up with that we believe represent the multifaceted nature of wellness. And, you know, we're not saying that it's only those eight and they'll only ever be those eight, you know, on, on this, because we were on yeah. journey too, you know, so as as we go through this journey, we could identify, you know, nine and 10 and 11, you know, or maybe, maybe we realize, okay, actually, you know, two of these are kind of the same now that we've explored it, you know, we're, we're, we're going to yeah. be learning and going on this journey with, with everyone. Yeah. And kind of like to say something as well as emotion is an area of wellness, but it's tied into all of these. Yeah. So I think that is like an area of wellness that we recognize, but Emotion can tie into physical, intellectual, professional, social, financial, spiritual, romantic, creative. And that is almost a measure of your like expansion into wellness. Yeah. So I just want to make that quick note before we dive into physical. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Go ahead, dive into it. Cool. So well, basically physical wellness. Yeah, Sean is going to talk a lot about this, and I think it's great because he's got a lot of knowledge in it, and he's been my coach for physical wellness um, and really helping me expand into uh, weightlifting, you know, understanding my own diet and cardio itself. So I think if we're going to talk about physical wellness, it's not just how you look. It's not just uh, about your body but it's going to include things like sleep. It's going to include things like diet. It's going to include things even like stress. So um, it, there is a, it's really multifaceted. And I think the great part about physical wellness is that you are the one that can choose where those subcategories go. 
So they're going to be different subject matter experts that you might not feel like you connect to. There might be somebody that we're going to bring on that talks about yoga. There might be somebody that's a professional bodybuilder that's going to talk about bodybuilding. So these different training methodologies, we're not telling you to do one in particular or doing a different diet or a lifestyle or using particular supplements or a sleep schedule. These are just different tools to help you expand into physical wellness itself. So what works for you? Not, not every person that we're going to bring on to this is going to really work well for you. And some of the different product reviews and supplements are going to work well. Like for me, <clears throat> I really want to get my gut health down or, and figure out what is wrong with my body. Because um, I, I believe that, you know, I had hyperinsulinemia for all my life. But now looking back at it, it looks like it could be a gluten intolerance. So what's the right path for me to, to go down in terms of these diets? And then what training methodologies can I do on top of that? So that's really it for physical wellness. Unless, Sean, you want to add anything real quick? Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, in addition to the different training methodologies and everything else, we will literally run the gauntlet from, like, I am completely sedentary. You know, I barely get off the couch all the way to the top tier, like 1% of 1% on nine different anabolic steroids competitive, you know, athlete. So there will be something yeah. for everybody in this area. And we, we do recognize that not everyone can go out and do a hundred pushups straight, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe you could do one and that's your first goal, you know, and then we can build on that. Mm -hmm. So it, it really is going to be very expansive in this area. And, you know, with one other thing, I do want to say that, you know, Austin and I are both not physicians. Um, so we're, you know, if we do put out any information yeah. or anything else, it is from our knowledge, our experience. Um, we're not prescribing anything for your health. We do recommend that you have any problems. You definitely see your doctor and get blood work done regularly. Yeah, definitely. Good point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we could just continue this flip-flop thing here, Austin, I guess, uh, the role Let's in intellectual wellness, you know, it's the idea that, you know, everyone should be a lifelong student. You know, I, I think for the longest time I was like, all right, I'll finish high school and then I'll be done. You know, I am a first generation college student. And then my mom was like, you know what? No, you need to go on. You can do more. And so, okay, cool. I'll do this little, you know, program to get into college. I shouldn't have been able to get into IU, but I did. Um, then I completed the, uh, you know, the, the bachelor's degree and I was like, okay, cool. I'm done. I don't want to do any more this. I'm over this, you know? And then I realized, okay, well, maybe there's more to learn. You know, and then I started my master's and now I'm doing an MBA and I have multiple certifications and I, you know, I, I read every day and I'm, I'm trying to learn new things. And, you, you know, you don't have to be like me and you don't have to be constantly seeking formal education at every single turn. You know, you can you can do things a different way and you can still learn things that are new without it being like formal, sit down, read the book, you know, and I, I think that that's why it's awesome that oh, yeah. Austin and I are doing this together because he's he's not the formal education guy. I mean, he has a master's degree for sure, but Austin, you know, you learn more on the job and more, you know, mm -hmm. through your work. So, <clears throat> oh yeah. Or even like having a coach, um, just to improve my intellectual from that standpoint, I guess for me, I think that's something that I, the avenue that I want to go is just like, what other ways do I learn than just reading a book or going to a class? Like how can I, improve my intellectual wellness in those areas in a different way. Yeah. And you know, it, it'll be a, a really good journey too, to sort of make the, you know, the discernation between the scholar and the practitioner and how you can still be an intellectual in all aspects of your life. No matter, no matter whether you like, you know, you like formal education, I'm going to read papers every day or you go to, you know what, man, I, I like to listen to podcasts while I work on my car. Yeah. You know, I mean, there, there's, there's tons of different ways that you can, constantly be thinking you know bigger and bigger and leveling up more and more and it doesn't have to be this stuffy old chalkboard and learning yeah. you know y equals mx plus b you know <laughs> so I, yeah I think, oh exactly yeah yeah it's it's not just you know it's not just what to learn it's you know how can you go about it it's how can you you know mm. tips and tricks for learning and kind of making it more fun you know it doesn't have to be stuffy and i, I think that's the biggest thing that we're, we're trying to get across here in this in this pursuit yeah what makes it fun for you yeah. Cool. Professional wellness. This is a really cool area um, because it's every kid knows the answer to this question, but every adult 
has no idea how to answer this. <laughs> and I feel like bringing out your inner child and ask, you're asking yourself, what do you want to be when you grow up is something that we almost need to continue asking ourselves every day. Because you may go through a huge transition in life and say, you know what, I'm done with that. Like, I've learned um, enough about that. I don't want to dive into being in fraud anymore. I want to start my own company. Um, or, you know, I want to go intern at some place. I want to pick up as much knowledge as I possibly can. So <clears throat> professional wellness is a lot of planning, a lot of growth, a lot of change and interacting with people and being able to enroll them in on your journey so that way you can get to where you want to be in life. Um, so something that I'm really excited to dive into, um, but that's really it for professional wellness. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like you said, it's going to be really, really cool kind of just exploring different career paths and maybe, maybe how to, you know, shift career paths and kind of do what you love and mm -hmm. also, you know, make a lot of money and be successful while you do it, you know, and this one will, will be really yeah. tightly tied to financial wellness and we will sort of flip flop back and forth between the two. Um, like I said, I am working on an MBA, so I am getting, you know, some of the formal input as well. And, you know, Austin, you have two degrees from the Kelly school of business. So, we will have yep. quite a few stories of our own in addition to bringing on all the experts that we will. Oh yeah, exactly. I love it. Yeah. Uh, rolling into social wellness. I mean, this is going to be one that, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people, like you could put me in a room with five people who hate me and I'm still going to be able to hold a conversation. I'm very extroverted. <laughs> I'm very, I've seen it. I'm telling you, I, I'm very extroverted. I'm, I'm very <laughs> outspoken. I, I think, this is going to sound dumb, but it comes from being six foot four and over 300 pounds for the past 12 years of my life. You know, I've, I've never been one to sort of sneak in the room and, you know, and, and yeah. oh, I, I just didn't even notice him over there. Like you're going to notice me. Yeah. I mean, I, I take up space. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very loud. And I'm, you know, I, I'm not for everyone, you know, and I, I do recognize that there are people on the opposite end of the spectrum. We you know one of my best friends growing up is pretty introverted. You know, he's real quiet, doesn't like to draw attention to himself and stuff. And, Hopefully we'll have him on sooner rather than later to talk um, kind of about his journey because it, his will just be nearly the exact opposite of mine. And I think that's what's so powerful about this social wellness is you can still have a lot of wellness and be very, very happy with your pursuit mm -hmm. and go about it two completely different ways. You know, and that's why we're going to really try and look at things as many different ways as we possibly can and bring on as many different experts for different schools of thought for this stuff and just really try and find something for everybody. Here in this in this in this pursuit oh yeah exactly and this is really cool too because i think it's awesome to go back even to uh relationships with friends or family or colleagues and like how do you continue to stay in contact especially with corona and covid and <clears throat> more in a digital age and then i think on top of that is like how can you get where you want to go in a conversation uh, without it completely draining you <clears throat> or you know, you feel like you're not connected to other people. So this is an awesome area of wellness that is, is going to be interesting to dive into and see what we do with it. Yeah, definitely. Really excited about it. <clears throat> cool. Financial wellness. Um, money is something, it, it, there's a lot of ways that you can talk about money. You know, people mm -hmm. say that it's not real. It's a construct. It's an energy. It's the root of all the evil. Um, it's a resource. It's something that's a lot of fun. Um, you know, everybody has a price and it's something that people don't want to talk about. And I think this is an area to really get people to put awareness and open up to have those conversations. Um, so this could even be anything with planning. This could be getting more income, cutting costs, talking about finance, even with your partner or in relationships or with other people. Um, you know, how can you improve your credit score? I think those are all things that I'd love to dive into with financial wellness. Um, and, and I think we can help you make sense of the dollars that are coming in and the best way to spend them going out. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I would, I would totally agree. This is an, this is an area that's it's very close to my heart because, you know, I, I was so motivated by my financial wellness, my entire life. I was like, if it didn't make me money, I just didn't put any time into it. I was like, Nope, I don't care. Mm -hmm. you know, like, like with bodybuilding and you know, all the other stuff, it was like, 
cool. I'm either at the gym or I'm trying to work and make money or I'm in school. And like, I mean, yeah, we go to the bar sometimes, but you know, it, it, again, if it didn't make money, I didn't really care. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, as I've gotten a little bit older and as I've sort of, you know, gotten into the realm that I work in and actually taking some more formal classes on, you know, financial planning and, and business, you know, you, you kind of start to realize like, man, is this, is this always the same? <laughs> like, like always, like well, I'm always going to want more, like, like, you know, kind of awesome. Oh, it's terrible. It's like, well, I made a hundred. Okay. Now I want to make a thousand. Now I want to make, make a million. Now I want to make a billion. It's like, it, it builds on itself and it can, yeah. I think money can become the root of all evil, you know, in, in some people's lives, it certainly is. And I think having, you know, a, a better understanding about the, you know, the nature of it will always put you in a better position in financial wellness. And so that's why I'm definitely really excited yeah. to go on this journey and, and sort of, you know, talk about some of the misconceptions and everything with financial wellness too. Cause I know like me, you know, I didn't, I didn't have any idea what to do with money until I got money, you know? And then when, <laughs> once you have some money, you're like, Oh, wow. Am I supposed to like save this, invest this? Am I supposed to spend this? <laughs> what do I do with so... it? <laughs> well it's great because it's like your relationship with it and how can you improve your relationship with money definitely definitely yeah and then rolling right into spiritual wellness um you know spiritual wellness is one of those things i think a lot of people think they can just get by without you know it's one of those areas where it's like i don't need i don't believe in anything so i don't need to pray or anything and it's like cool man you can you can not believe in anything all you want you know but I still think it is very powerful to have a sense of yourself and have a sense of, you know, yeah. being in tune with yourself and your inner, you know, you can call it your chi, you can call it your energy, you can call it your star player in the mirror, you know, you, you can call it whatever you want, you know, but being able to reflect and be self-aware and understand, you know, kind of where you fit in this world and, and, and being okay with your position in the world and, and being able to set goals and stuff, I think all stems from this area. Mm -hmm. And so that's, that's why, we thought it was a, you know, strong enough to be its own area of wellness and, you know, big enough to where we can have a lot of experts come on and, and look at, you know, the, the differing opinions of a lot of stuff too, you know, cause there's everyone, everyone who's ever die hard about a religion thinks theirs is right. 100%. If you don't believe them, you're wrong. And so I think we're here to sort of flourish out some of those, you know, details and, and look at, you know, you know, belief A, belief B, belief C and kind of see, where you can fit and maybe, maybe help people along the journey of figuring out, you know, what do I believe in, you know? Yeah. Uh, there's a lot to look at too. And I think you said the best, it's just your connection to yourself mm. and what makes you feel most connected. Yeah, definitely. All right. Romantic wellness. We got Tinder, we got STDs, we got dating, we've got marriage, we got sex, we got porn, all the hot topics. So I think this one's going to be interesting to dive into. Um, I really want to have like a candle lit Zoom meeting with a lot of these for this uh, topic. <laughs> but I think it's it's just like our desire and our, our fun and you know how to build something out of this too. Like do we want it to be, how do you have like a one night stand? and and have that be comfortable and happy or go to a sex club or watch porn or how can you improve your marriage how can you still have fun in your marriage how can you you know have a supportive marriage and so all these things are different subcategories of romantic wellness and i think <laughs> i think the last one says it's says it's the best experts will cover it all so when it's time for you to uncover it all you'll be a true expert yeah so <laughs> mic drop <laughs> yeah yeah i couldn't agree more i think this is one area of wellness that i'm super excited about because we will definitely <clears throat> find stuff that's not for everyone in in this area but i think yeah. everyone will be able to find something for them in this area because we really are just yeah. going to absolutely go at it from every angle we possibly can we're going to look at all the different ways of you know, finding that person that you want to spend time with, or, or maybe you don't want to want to do that. You know, you, you're more happy on your own. You want a casual relationship. And, you know, what does that look like? How can you, you know, understand and, and, and figure out what you're going to do moving forward if you decide, you know what, I am more of a loner. I don't want to, I don't want a partner, you know, so it'll be. Maybe you want two. Yeah, or you want two or five, you know, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> 
but yeah, I think nothing's off limits with this one. Um, you know, we're going to look at, you know, same sex, opposite sex. We're going to look at, you know, the different genders. We're going to, you know, go into, you know, any, anything that I think I put, you know, anything that is a, a legal, a legal consenting adult, you know, nothing, nothing's off limits mm-hmm. after that. So it's going to be really cool to kind of see the different things that happen in this area. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, moving on to creative wellness, my least favorite one, if I'm being completely honest. Um, I think Austin and I both agree, you know, this is, this is big enough because finding your creative outlet is just so powerful, you know, and like understanding what doing, what makes you happy and like, what are your hobbies? You know, what, what are the things that like, you know, maybe they don't make you money, you know, maybe they don't, make, you know, a a significant gain in your professional life. You know, maybe they don't make a significant gain in your romantic wellness, you know, but it's something that you like to do, you know, like, man, I just, I like baseball cards and I like to collect them and I like to organize them. It's like my jam, you know, maybe you like knitting, maybe you like woodworking, maybe you like making beer, you know, I mean, you know, the the hobby section, I, I think one thing I've really noticed in recent years especially with the advent of social media and everyone's got a side hustle, but very few people have hobbies anymore. And so it'd be really, a really cool to sort Mm -hmm. of go down this path and see what people do. That's going to make them happy despite having no return in their life other than their own happiness, you know? Yeah. I love it. I I got nothing to add on that one. I think creative is something that like, Sean and I are going to really expand into and dive into as well. Um, and I'm excited to see what we both choose at the end of the month. All right. So at UPAL, we're on a mission to motivate, inspire, and inform people on a journey of self-fulfillment, bringing awareness to the multifaceted nature of wellness with support of renowned experts and encouraging community and tried and true products. I really feel like this mission statement incorporates everything that we want to do from product reviews to bringing on experts for a podcast, but ultimately having community of accountable and engaging people to not only just make change in our own lives, but make change in the world itself. Um, There's a lot of ways that we can go with this, but I think initially like what we want to do first is bring on a lot of experts to raise awareness around wellness. And then the second thing is what tools or hacks or products can those experts point us to, to try out for our own community. So then that way um, our community isn't blindsided by an advertisement or a sponsorship, but they understand why we're promoting this product and we're giving an unbiased review. So if it works for us, which it may or may not, or maybe it works for Sean, or maybe it only works for me. Now our audience can look at it and say, do I want to try that or not? So I think it's pretty cool uh, from a product review standpoint, how can we really enable our, uh, our own customer base? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, you know, product reviews and services reviews and really just kind of taking a crack at a lot of different things that can make you better and make you happier in a mm-hmm. lot of these areas, you know, it is going to be, you know, what, like, I, like, I, like I've been saying this whole time, I think is, you know, we're, we're just, we're not going to leave any stone unturned, you know, we're really going to take a, a really broad, you know, dive into this because, you know, like I said, our entire idea is that wellness is a lot bigger than a lot of people are thinking. And that's why they're not so happy is because they're not understanding the multifaceted nature of it. Yeah and sort of understanding like, you know, I'm doing everything in these areas. I don't know why I'm not happy. And it's like, it's because you're missing all the other stuff behind you, you know? So we're really going to be as broad as we can. And I I don't think there's really going to be anything that's off limits uh, with this podcast and this, you know, our, our own pursuit as we move forward. Um, Yeah. I'm I'm really excited to, to get going and start, you know, start sharing some of our stories and bringing on experts and their stories and just, you know, working on this roadmap for other people to kind of maybe start thinking, Oh, okay. you know, maybe, maybe I couldn't stand to work on that a little bit. How, how would I go about doing it? It's like, we got you, you know, yeah. or if you're an expert and you're like, you know what, man, I've been bodybuilding for 10 years. You know, I'm, I'm an Olympic swimmer. I'm, you know, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. It's like, how, how can, how can I, how can you help me with physical wellness? It's like, okay, well, you know, look, why don't we look at this? Why don't we look at that? You know, 
and really just just having something for everyone i think is is the main goal here and just in just being a source of motivation inspiration and information for everybody that comes on you know and just just being there for whatever people need yeah and like an authentic outlet too because so many podcasts and so many other you know forums or even if you google anything anymore it's all or going on instagram everybody's trying to sell you something so this is where it's it's our own journey and that's where i think that authenticity is going to radiate like your own journey is going to be very different than mine but at the same time we're going to have certain paths that cross together and how can we you know motivate other people and inspire other people and how can we continue to grow and expand into all those areas um by bringing on experts and trying different products yeah definitely i'm super excited to get the uh the pursuit going you know get the journey going and um we'll just see where we go from here i mean i I think another thing too is you know austin and i are both available for feedback you know we'd love for people to let us know who they'd like to see on the show or you know an area they'd like us to dive into you know um I will say, you know, we, we have big plans and we have a ton of areas that we've addressed, but there's no possible way we could look into everything. So, you know, if anyone wants to, you know, let us know some, some stuff that I guess to look at more than happy to. Or if you feel like you're an expert in a particular area, you want to come on the podcast, we'll eventually have a form on our website that allow you to apply for a, uh, like a speaking uh, position for yeah. uh, your own yeah. interview as well. 